Hello and welcome. I can't say spooktacular. Just, just say whatever you want to say. Okay. Yeah, I was I was getting I was winding up for it. Welcome to the Halloween episode of the Erasable Podcast, although it's going to have almost nothing to do with Halloween. This is episode 84, and I am Tim Wassum on hosting duties, and I am joined by Andy Welfley and Johnny Gamber, of course. Hey, guys. Hey. Tim. We are back. Yeah, I am back. I am back. Uh, we also have very special guests tonight. Uh, Caroline and Meredith from CW Pencil Enterprise are on the show tonight for a live Q&A session. Caroline, Meredith... Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's always fun. We're always excited to have you all. Uh, anybody from CW Pencils on, um, and we're glad it glad it still uh, worked out. We were uh, Caitlin was also going to join us, but she's under the weather. For those of she you who up. may not have um, aren't familiar with CW Pencils lore, if you just listen to this podcast <laughs> and nothing else, uh, Meredith is the one who does all the amazing illustrations that they yes. have. They like custom postcards and it's fantastic <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's great to have you on all right well, why don't we just dive right into tools of the trade so we can get to our questions uh, as soon as possible and meredith your first time will you please uh go first yeah so i mean i guess i've been consuming mostly <laughs> riverdale stranger mm. things but i'm only i'm only halfway through the fourth episode of the second season so please no spoilers uh and then i somehow ended up watching hours and hours and hours of football this weekend which is not my normal sunday oh, i'm sorry by yeah. choice or by, <laughs> by being i learned a lot about my stepdad's uh, fantasy football team it was very interesting <laughs> <laughs> not quite sure what i watched i don't <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I've been writing with a Mono 100 and then also a Mitsubishi 4B penmanship pencil. Mm. Nice. Yeah, you had a, had a lot of pencils on the desk today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a casual <laughs> three, four pencils to just have around, you know, normal totally. stuff. That happens when you work in a pencil shop. <laughs> totally uh, Caroline, how about you? Um, so I've also been watching Riverdale. It's the best show on TV. <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say that. Uh, if you, if nobody here has watched it, it's awesome. It's the Archie comic book characters and like a kind of like gossip girl meets twin peaks type setting. Um, last year I was very obsessed, obsessed with it and <laughs> nobody would watch it. Um, and yeah, flash forward to a year later. Later, all of us at the pencil shop watch it, as do all of my friends. So I think I did a pretty good job converting them all. But um, it's a it's a really great show. Um, I ended up making Alex watch it uh, the week before we moved the shop. Yeah, we the whole thing. She had to watch the whole thing in a week, and then while we were moving the shop the day after the premiere episode was on, we took a break and sat in our really messy basement. And- <laughs> ate sandwiches and watched it during lunch. It's really important. Uh, I, I had never heard of the show until like three weeks ago. Somehow I had just like, no one had mentioned, I still haven't seen it, but like my students brought it up at school and I asked them what it was and they described it to me. And I totally thought they were screwing with me. I was like, 
it sounds really all. crazy. Yes. Well, yeah. But when it was on TV last season, I not I, people were watching it, but it wasn't really much of a thing. I, it, but then they put the first season on Netflix almost immediately after it was over on TV. And I think that's when people really started watching it. That's a good um, move, yeah. Yeah, it was a really smart move, but um, that's a really great show. It's been we've been working really hard here to get this new shop open, so I've been trying to keep like any of my out of work activities pretty like light and easy. Um, yeah, so that's been that's been nice to have on Wednesday nights. But um, I'm also reading. I just started the Bruce Springsteen memoir. Um, which yes. is very long. I had been it holding is. out for it to come out in, in paperback because the <laughs> hardcover is so big and I just didn't want to carry it around with me. Um, so when we were in New Jersey last month on a field trip to the General's Factory, we went to this really great bookshop called um, Word, which is in Jersey City. They have it in Brooklyn too. And they had it in paperback, so I bought it and that's what I'm reading now. I really want to get tickets to see him during his residency on Broadway, which is a thing right now. Um, but they're How amazing. Sold out. Oh yeah. Yeah. How amazing is the first chapter? chapter? The first chapter of his memoir is, you know, it was, it, I was not expecting him to be such a yeah. good writer. I mean, I knew he wrote the whole thing himself, which is why mm-hmm. I'm reading it, but yeah. um, he doesn't keep up, keep it up. Like the, the um, quality <laughs> I mean, it's still good. It's like really interesting. And I actually have the audio. I listened to it on audiobook, which he read, which was pretty cool. Um, so you get to hear his voice for like 17 hours. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's, it was really good. But that first chapter, I, I had the book and I had read the first chapter and was like blown away by it. And I was walking around in the like our pod of English teachers at my school. And like in between every class, I would go to a different teacher and I was just like, stop, listen to these two paragraphs. <laughs> and I would read the first <laughs> two paragraphs. And, and that was like, like wow that was really good and then i would like reveal what it was like those are the first two paragraphs of bruce springsteen's memoir <laughs> that he actually wrote himself that he actually wrote yeah, yeah I'm, actually- I'm only like 60 pages in um it's gonna take me a while but i like that each like each section is really is really short so i can easily read it like when i'm just riding like three stops on the subway or something it's a really good commute book for that reason yeah, he wrote it over like a really long period of time, I think. So I think that's why it kind of came out like that. Because he yeah. was, I think he started writing it right after he was, he did the Super Bowl show, uh, oh, wow. which that was a long time ago. But, yeah. And I, yeah, I just got really into that book. I'm not even like a huge Springsteen, <laughs> Springsteen fan, but I like uh, listened to a few albums and found out about the book and just did a bunch of research. But yeah. I'd like to hear what you think when you finish. But Yeah. Get, yeah. Talk to me in about two months. Yeah, <laughs> that's how long it's probably going to take me. Um, but yeah, that's really awesome. If you guys don't know about it, listeners, look it up. It's a really, really good memoir, even if you don't love Bruce Springsteen. Um, but um, as far as what I'm writing with, um, I since we've been moving, we used to kind of each have like our office pencil, which was like the pencil that we used at work. But everything's all over the place now, and we just got our office set up a couple of days ago. And so I had a little bit of a pencil identity crisis this morning when I realized <laughs> that I didn't actually have an office pencil anymore. Um, so I went into our – we have, like, a pencil cup in our basement where we do fulfillment now with all of, like, the random pencils that were, like, slightly damaged or, like, the ones that accidentally got sharpened in the shop, like, those types of things. And I found a really short – general's test scoring pencil. I tend to, if I'm going to pick at random, I tend to kind of go towards the, the shorter ones so I can finish them faster. 
um, and just kind of get them out of the way. But I haven't written with that for a long time, so I'm really enjoying it. But um, yeah, my desk now has that one. It has a general scribe, which is what I use to write the labels in the shop. So it's important to always have that. And I have an Apsara Absolute, which is what I use to write the inserts for the pencil box, which is the thing that I did yesterday. So I keep one of those handy as well. Um, Caroline, I'm interested to know where you fall on the um, Generals versus Musgrave test scoring pencils. Um, I like the Generals one better, hands down. Mm. Yeah, it's more com- <laughs> it's more comfortable. It just sharpens better too. I think just for like for like quality's sake, it's just easier to use because it sharpens so nicely. Pshaw. And it's not ugly. <laughs> it doesn't smear, and the writing on it doesn't fall off, and it's not ugly. <laughs> It's not ugly. Shaw is what I say to both of you. <laughs> you know what? Blackwing Volume 1, and now this, like on the third one, I'm driving to California and we're going to have a fight. Well, when we talk about, um, I think we'll probably have a fight when we talk about some of the new offerings from Blackwing. So. We're probably just going to drink coffee and hug. But Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hug it out. <laughs> Coffee's so tough. Nice. All right, well, I'll go next. Uh, as far as consuming, I'm also watching Stranger Things too, but I just started today. So I'm just on the, the first episode, and by uh, because of, it was the end of my lunch break, <laughs> I, I stopped it with like six minutes left uh, in the first episode. And for those of you who've seen it, I'm not giving anything away, but for those of you who've seen it, like right as I stopped it and was like mo- moving the mouse away, the mouse fell onto the, the timeline on Netflix and I saw like the last image of the episode. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, what? The? what? <laughs> I guess like I, it was, you know, the size of a stamp on my screen, but I knew exactly what I was seeing. Cause like, so anyways, it's not, so good. Gonna, it's so good. So good. Um, and I'm, I also just started watching, uh, I, I didn't, I started last night. There's a documentary, uh, on that just showed up on Netflix, which I was shocked to see on Netflix, which is called Look and See, which is uh, it's called Look and See, a portrait of Wendell Berry, who's a writer I've talked about on here before. Um, the book Hannah Coulter and Jaber Crow, who are like uh, Jaber Crow and A Place on Earth, are two of his books that are like super important to me and one one of my absolute favorite writers and people on the planet. Uh, he writes poetry and fiction and. Uh, uh, poetry fiction he writes essays and he's also a farmer like uh in this little farm in kentucky just an amazing guy but uh, they made a documentary about him which is really well done but like not what i expected coming into it it's it's more about his ideas and things that he supports about uh farming and about american culture and how it's been stretched so thin and watered down and all these like ways that he can't help but relate back to how we treat our land which is really interesting. Um, but it's a really good documentary and I would, I would recommend it to anybody. It's on Netflix. It's called look and see. Um, and I was, I just was looking for a good audiobook to listen to in the car. And, uh, cause I'm, I'm reading, I'm still reading Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders. Um, have any of you read George Saunders? I just finished Lincoln and the Bardo like uh, two books ago. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's amazing. He's I've tenth uh, of December. His like that last story collection that came out was just just blew me away. I, so the first book in years that I just finished and went back to page one and started reading again. And uh, but 
I'm really enjoying Lincoln and the Bardo. And there's actually, I've talked about Jason Isbell on here and George Saunders and Jason Isbell just had one of those GQ epic conversations. I don't know if you've seen those videos on YouTube, mm. but it's mm-hmm. like my favorite songwriter and my current like favorite living writer talking for an hour. And so if you, if you like either of them, it's totally worth it, especially Jason Isbell. Cause it's like mostly George Saunders asking him questions, but it was a really good, a really good video. But, um, um, yeah, so I'm reading like in the bar, but I was looking for something to listen to, and I uh, through the library I got "A Walk in the Woods" by Bill Bryson on audio because I just been meaning to read it, and we actually read an excerpt in my class that's in our textbook, and it's really entertaining. It's a book by Bill Bryson about walking the apple, uh, doing the entire Appalachian Trail. Hmm. Uh, from did you see the film Georgia with Pete? Nolte and uh, no, I, I heard it's horrible, but it's really bad. Yeah, I've but heard like, it's awful. Go on, everything Nick Nolte does is gold. <laughs> his uh, his growling when he talks is pretty funny. <laughs> Bryson, get my bag of chips. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. That sounded like I'm going to stop and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> we have our intro right now. And we've got it. Yeah. And that is at 24.05 on the... <laughs> um, yeah, so but the book is funny and interesting and I, I really love it. It's been a good like, drive to work and drive back book um and last thing uh is uh do any of you listen to uh courtney uh courtney barnett oh or, yeah or kurt Sorry, vile i just getting really excited about that <laughs> <laughs> uh courtney barnett and kurt vile just came out with this amazing album called lot of sea lice you didn't have to um, hyphenate it and i thought you were actually consuming a lot of sea lice <laughs> <laughs> just very high in protein diet um, i'm on right now yeah um but i the album came out while we were on vacation in Boone and I found this little record store and picked up a copy of on vinyl just kind of on a whim. Like I, I knew both of them and I've listened to both of them a little bit and I liked them. And when I just saw the cover, I was like, this has to be good with these two together. Um, and so I bought it and when I got home, just fell in love with it. I've been listening to it every day. It's a fantastic album. I don't know what else to say about it, but you should, um, check it out. It's, it's a, a lot of it's about like subject matter, what they're singing about. It seems like it's a, it's a, definitely an album where they're like having a conversation back and forth and all these songs and songs are about the creative process and just like all, all sorts of things with their like awesome jangly guitars in the background. So really, really cool album. It's a lot of L O T T A sea lice by Courtney or uh, Courtney Barnett and, and Kurt Vile. Really cool album. Um, I've been talking for a long time and I uh, am writing with uh, my creation of today, which I'm calling the Halloween which is my Halloween Hackwing, which is a orange Palomino HB with a Blackwing 24 Feral on it. That's awesome. It looks amazing. Which, yeah, I, I was really excited about it. I, I thought of it at school yesterday. It was like, it just like hit me. I don't know why. It's just, this is what happens to people like us. But um, I was like in the middle of teaching. <laughs> I was like, you know, it would be a good idea. <laughs> and uh, I came home and did it. And I like it, but the gold throws it off for me i wish i could like rub off the gold uh uh words but i just got a thing against gold right now for <laughs> reasons presidential but just like anything that would match his <laughs> anything in his house i'm just like ah you know it's kind of tacky but <laughs> that's mostly joking but but yeah it's a it's still it's pretty awesome it's a my halloween and i am writing on uh hester cook notepad Nice. Yeah. 
not a kitten skull, as Johnny put in the show notes. <laughs> I didn't put that on there. Somebody trolled me, too. <laughs> Johnny, what are you into? Um, so I finished Mindhunter, half of it in one night, which is such a good show if you like serial killers. Or if you want to see the guy who does the voice of Kristoff say really horrible things. If you like serial killers, yeah. I mean, if you like them as a topic of fiction, <laughs> near fiction. Plus, it is the guy that played the mechanic in um, um, help me, Fight Club. He's the second lead. And everything he says has this like wonderful finality. It's like, I'm enjoying the legroom. You're like, okay, done. Really cool. It's worth watching for that. And um, I am not on season two of Stranger Things yet. I'm rewatching season one. Because when it came out, Rosie was born and I was delirious. And I don't know how much I remember. From my well, catch up, Johnny. Mind. Just catch up. Yeah. So I've been watching <laughs> Simpsons Three Houses of Horror over and over again. Did you guys catch the recent one where Homer eats himself? No. no. It was the greatest no. one. <laughs> How are you watching them? Coraline? On the uh, Fox Now app. On the very oh, yeah, yeah. I need They that. have a playlist of just like all of the Three Houses of Horror with minimal commercials. It's awesome. And I let my kids watch them and they're not horrified. And Charlotte thought the one where Homer ate himself was funny. So I think I, I screwed her up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing anything interesting lately. I'm too tired. The other thing is watching my eyelids. And I am writing with a Palomino HB N-dipped blue one. Yes, 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 MF. Nice. On, not on what it says on here, on our write notepads. Fingerprints book. It's almost finished. Love those books. How about you, Andy? And well, full well, well, if you if you really want to come up with a uh, nickname for me, that is um, what everybody else says. You would call me Waffles. That's that's the. Well, you know what? <laughs> that's the well. Take out one of your one of your um, L's. You could just be Wellful. Wellful. Yep. <laughs> Wefley is another one. It. Well, ac- according to the Sierra Google Doc, I am I am listening to the new Miley Cyrus jams and Guy Clark. Not boring. It says. Parenthetically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how that got there. No, I am. Um, well, I'm drinking a Pacific Wonderland Lager by Deschutes Brewery, and from Bend, Oregon. Uh, and I am also. Uh, well, I just finished Stranger Things, so I guess I am no longer like consuming that. But that's what I did this weekend. Um, and I also like. I'm not. I'm not usually a video game person like really but i got one of those um classic snes's like the super nintendo classics that they make and into like a little tiny package and i've been playing a lot of kirby lately so remember kirby the little like pink ghost (laughs) sounds familiar Uh, i think mm -hmm. you might be older than me Uh uh-huh i think you're right (laughs) um yeah so i am katie's in indiana this week so i uh apparently I, i just Turn into like a thirteen-year-old boy and watch like, you know, eighties, like movies. Well, Stranger Things, eighty-style movies, and um, play video games. So that is uh, that's that. And today I am writing with an extra bold bit crystal in red on kids' homework. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wh- I don't know where I, I got wonder- this kids' homework. <laughs> I don't I have wonder any kids. If that was meant for me. <laughs> that's creepy, dude. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, no, I am writing in um, a Nemosyne or Nemosine notebook um, with a General's Pacific pencil because it was it was there. Which they're not bad. Like they're they're like one of your pretty pretty basic like General's pencils, I think. 
Um, I love the typography on it and it's kind of weird in like this super smooth, like fountain pen ready, like Japanese notebook, but it's a good, good combo. All right. Should we get into some FP? Yeah. Let's see some fresh points. So back to Meredith, will you get us started? Yeah. So, um, I've been really excited about stickers lately. Uh, with the whole new sticker shop that we have going on right now. Um, just curating stickers, making stickers. I found a bunch of pizza stickers in my pocket this morning, which <laughs> I'm not mad about. Um, it's better than the time that I found a pepperoni in my pocket for no reason. <laughs> which I promptly put back in my pocket um, and kept it there all day. Um, and then I'm also... <laughs> it was a good pizza party. <laughs> Um, and then I'm also working on a notebook design right now. <laughs> um, I'm working on the cover of a notebook for my for my old college back in Detroit. They're doing some uh, they're doing a set of no- three notebooks uh, mm-hmm. as like promotional materials and also for an illustration conference that's coming up this summer. So I'm doing one of the covers of it for different like places in Detroit. Um, and then Caroline also is really excited for me to tell you guys about how I accidentally. <laughs> This is really fun. Well, can I set this up real quick? (laughs) Um, For the past week, Meredith's free time in the shop has been spent doing the tiniest illustrations of storefronts of places that we like in the neighborhood because we have this map that she made in the front of the shop now where we're pinning all the places that we like. So if you come in and you want to know like where you should get coffee or where you should go to lunch or like what other things there are to do in the neighborhood, they're color coded with map pins. And you can see like the little storefront and it says what it is. So Meredith's have been using a mono 100 2B yeah, for that. 2B. It's just been lingering on the desk for like the past week. And I've been making really good progress on it. Like it's, it's been like disappearing at like a nice rate because I've been doing a lot of drawing. But I was working in the shop sometime last week and a customer came in and I was like chatting with them, you know, oh, here's your pencils. And I actually packed up my mono 2B in with their the stuff that they bought, but I no. left out their Stadler Norris. So they got my Hallie's <laughs> pencil instead of their brand new pencil. I haven't seen it since. Yeah, they <laughs> haven't come back. That's basically stealing from the company, <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the plan all along when I started here, but, you know. One a day. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get rich from pencils, I tell you. I love. I, it's, I think it's so funny. This is the, also the first time that this has happened. I think since we opened, I I always get scared that I'm going to put a pencil that I'm writing order notes with in somebody's box. That's <laughs> fear. I think about that all the time when I'm packing orders, like I, accidentally boxing up the pencil that I'm using. I can't believe that that was the first time that that happened. Yeah, <laughs> in like three years, that was the first time. It's amazing. Do I, get I love a, it. Do I get a trophy? Sure, you can have a trophy. I'll make it for you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. World's okayest employee. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm fired now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I can't tap that, so that's about it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Caroline, how about you? Um, so well, I have two two things that are don't make a lot of sense. So there's um, (laughs) we're stocking a new brand called High Meadows, which is made by this guy named Jacob in the UK. 
Um, he did some pencil cases for us a while ago. These really pretty leather ones that are like kind of barrel shaped that are long enough to hold um, a black wing. And he recently started a brand of um, like leather stationary accessories that he mostly designed with pencils in mind, not pens, um, which is kind of exciting. But he, we just got a new shipment from him and I'd asked him if he thought that th- he could make us like a tiny leather sharpener holder, kind of like the ones that those ducks adjustable sharpeners come in. Um, except a thing that like you could buy separately that would fit like any of your small sharpeners. Um, and he sent us some samples and they're really, really, really cute. Mm. They're adorable. These tiny, tiny, tiny they're leather so cases. Small. They're so small. <laughs> It's really exciting. We, yeah, that's a thing that I'm very excited about right now. Hopefully we'll get them really soon. Um, but I'm really, he's, he's awesome. He's basically like made a lot of my stationary related accessories dreams come true. Um, so we're happy to, happy to know him and to trick him into making weird samples for us. Um, and uh, the other thing that has been on my mind a lot lately is um, glue, um, <laughs> which I don't know if any of you guys know. This is like, I love glue. I have a a thing with glue that's like, probably, it's in, I think it's in like my top, top five favorite stationary items. Um, I collect a lot of glues from all over the place. Um, And there's this one that I really love that is made in Italy and it smells like almonds. And we put it in our last subscription box. Um, and this was around the time when we were planning the the sticker room, um, the sticker which room. if you guys don't know, we have a new secret room in our new shop called the CW Sticker Emporium. And it's basically like floor to ceiling pegboards that are covered in <laughs> stickers. Not just like, not a lot of like super novelty stickers, but stickers done by illustrators that Meredith con- commissioned. Or we even have like a whole section of like letter and number stickers and like color coding dots a lot of really functional things, but we're also, um, we're also selling <laughs> some vintage stickers. And then we thought, well, what, what if a sticker isn't sticky anymore? What do you do? And so we decided that we should test some glues and sell glue as well. So we, in the, on the little table that we have in there, we have a display of this Italian glue that's just smells so good. It smells edible. It should, it, it is edible. It's made out of potato starch. Like you could eat it if you want. We're going to bring yeast eating back. You can make docky uh, with it in a pinch. It's so you can, good. Yeah. I feel like you um, like proposition, like telling people who come in, I'm like, come here. Smell, yeah. Smell it's this. like, hey, kid, try that this glue is to the sticker room, but the Swiss wood pencil is to the <laughs> pencil shop where we're just like really like creepy all day when someone touches it. We're like, oh, here, smell it. Like, please smell it. <laughs> it's good, huh? And then you'll get it. But um, we have those on on the display next to like a small container of one ounce bottles of Goo Gone, which we also decided was an essential um, stickering <laughs> tool. So um, I'm really excited to be able to sell this glue because it's my favorite glue, my personal favorite. Like really, it was included in the last pencil box, like purely for selfish reasons, because I wanted an excuse to just buy like 800 glue sticks. But um <laughs> Yeah. I just want to work as like perfume at this point. I know it's so, it's good. so good. We're all becoming really weird about glue. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So if you, if anyone is near New York City anytime soon, come check out our stickers. It's really, really fun. Um, our desk is on the other side of the sticker wall, and it's so fun all day long to hear like <laughs> the the reaction that people have when they turn the corner and figure out that there's a room full of stickers behind them. Um, 
It's great. Lots of gasping. Lots of gasping. <laughs> Lots of vanities. It's really great. Were either of you um, uh, in charge of the uh, CW Stickers Instagram account when I sent you that that direct message? I saw that first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What? I'll tell you later. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody it's listening. A but we have. Oh, and I need to send you and Johnny, you and Tim this. Um, there's some stickers that are extremely handsome in a sticker pad. <laughs> Sticker sheet. I, I showed those to uh, Charlotte, and she dropped her jaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, stay, stay tuned for that. It's amazing. So many sticker secrets. <laughs> sticker, hashtag secret, sticker secrets. There's our title. <laughs> hashtag sticker secrets. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. All right, Andy, how about you? I just have a couple um, because one of the things that I'm really excited about, also, uh, I think. Tim is talking about his his F points. Um, oh, I forgot to mention Mr. Robot. Am I consuming? Um, season three of Mr. Robot just started, and it's really good. Okay, that's enough about that. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I first thing I wanted to mention, uh, Blackwing had a big announcement today. Um, they have a new colorway for their notebooks and their sharpeners. So uh, their clutch, uh, slate, and summit notebooks. Oh, and I guess they've had this color for a while in the sharpener, but uh, it is the pearl color. It is, it's hard to tell from their photo because on Instagram, which is where I learned about it, because they put it through a filter. Um, but it looks like it's a bright white notebook, just like the pearl pencil. Um, Johnny, you said that Charlotte was like way into this. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that Blackwing has sent us each a box of all these new goodies, right? I mean, probably. <laughs> you heard about that? Yeah. We talk about their Charlotte's stuff all the time, so... Charlotte's expecting it. <laughs> Charlotte. She's yeah. young. You know. You don't want to piss off Charlotte. She's seven. <laughs> seven and a half. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. They're, they're like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a white notebook accompanied by something with graphite in it is just asking to be smudged. Well, I think they're releasing this after Labor Day was a serious faux pas. <laughs> this should have been. That's exactly what I was thinking. How gauche, Blackwing? How gauche? I saw this. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" <laughs> like a month and a half late, kids. <laughs> but I think they're very pretty. Yeah. Hey, so yeah, I, I know some people who I think like would really be into this like slate notebook, the pearl slate notebook. So I like it. I think it would be cool. I, I would it does love look to... really nice with the pencil on it. Yeah. Yeah, and I especially especially now that the pearl has the white eraser, I think that um, it'll go really well. I'm getting giddy. <laughs> I think that's the moonshine. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I have a glass of cinnamon sticks right here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> glass full of cinnamon sticks right here. <laughs> glass full of cinnamon sticks. Possible episode title: <laughs> Pizza stickers in my pocket and a glass full of cinnamon sticks, and we're ready to go. <laughs> um. So second, second and last, uh, fresh P or F point, <laughs> F point. I'd say is, you're trying real hard to come yeah, up with a new name for these. I'm right? trying to. <laughs> um, I wanted to mention um, something that I think I mentioned before, but I cannot remember. Is as of uh, November first, it will mark the one month um, until the deadline of Plumbago issue three. So. Uh, if you have something interesting you're working on or you have an idea about, um, you have a month to work on it, and I uh, would like to talk to you about it. So 
email me. It's going to be an amazing issue. It is um, fiction and poetry, which I think we've talked about before. Um, I have some really good poetry. I have some really good um, fiction. I'm actually writing a fiction story for it, and I haven't written fiction in probably almost 10 years. So it's, it's, I'm a little rusty, but, it's, but I'm enjoying it. But see, pencils are inspiring. Uh, yeah. Uh, if anybody is working on something for NaNoWriMo, and you would like to um, like beta test a chapter in Plumbago? I would love to uh, mm-hmm. love to talk to you about that. Um, also, some really good art. Um, I won't spoil everything, but I want to mention that Diane Wright is uh, submitting something for this. And if you if you guys don't know Diane Wright, she is a really great uh, graphite landscape artist, and um, she's been in. Uh, I think. Oh yeah, there was a there was a Blackwing notebook. Uh, designed with like her sketches on the cover so she's she's well known among the the Blackman community um that's awesome yeah it's gonna be really good uh and tj's working on a really 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 cool cover for this cool so i will leave it there and then probably mid-december i'll do we'll do pre-orders and then i think i was optimistic with like end of december being a shipping date but it'll probably be the beginning of january because we're going to be doing a lot of them for making a big, big quantity. So, yay. Exciting. Johnny, how about your fresh points? So, speaking of stickers, right, Nopez has a new sticker pack. I don't know if you guys saw them. One of them has a skull. Pretty cool. But they're, um, it's like a four pack. You get two of each for, I don't know, whatever they cost. Five bucks. But shipping. They're very cool. They don't look like anything else from right, Nopez. They're sort of, I don't know. The adjective. When you see them, you'll understand. That's it. Um, and so my stuck-up daughter will not use anything but expensive German jumbo pencils. There's your title. No. So, <laughs> stuck-up daughter. Yeah, yeah. I keep letting Rosie color, and all she wants to use is a Faber-Castell jumbo grip. And like you can imagine, my child has a lot of sitting in front of her and she like swipes someone and goes nah and just wants that one there's <laughs> it down and she's done coloring and then tries to stab me and it's over so, yeah that's funny we're gonna we're gonna track this see if i can get her to something else and as andy mentioned nanowrimo starts like right around when this comes out so is anyone else gonna go for it this year i am Yay. And I will talk about that too. Yeah, I'm I'm planning to plan to give it a go for the first time in a few years. So. so I always, you know, flounder a little bit on what I'm going to use. So I have a small stack of dime novels from Field Notes, uh, but I think I might just use some fine point Bic crystals because when I use pencils, sometimes you know I agonize over it. Like mm. I'm in the mood for an extra firm black wing now. And, there isn't one, and then, you know, hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah, and also, I'm hoping to visit New York, but I didn't buy my tickets, so I have to do that. Um, yeah, we're waiting. Yeah, so Henry hasn't decided whether he's coming. Like, you don't oh. want to go to New York and eat pizza and go to the pencil store? I don't know. He told me tonight, I'll think about this later. He's tiring. He's a lot of stuff weighing on his mind right now, Johnny. You really Jeez. should not spring this on him. Yeah, well, tomorrow's Halloween. His brain is stuck on the fact that he's going to be Tayo, the friendly bus. 
<laughs> odd South Korean. You mean <laughs> you mean the annoying bus? Or? Typewriter Belvis, Tayo. <laughs> so he wanted to be Tayo, so my father like handmade him a Tayo costume that he carries around. But he spray painted it, so I was driving home in the back of the car today, like getting high in traffic. And now nice. it's on the balcony because it smells of paint. Henry's like beside himself, upset about the fact that it's not in his bedroom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe he just wants to get high. <laughs> just want to get high with a little help high? from. Hi, with a little help from Tayo. You know? <laughs> and yep. Johnny's dad. Here's a whiskey bottle. Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> hey, daddy. Henry is a wild crat from that PBS show. And Lila is the cutest Wonder Woman you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so, Charlotte is a spider and we couldn't find uh, nice. um, um, patterns because kids don't go with scary stuff anymore. So my mom found one, like a vintage one on eBay or something. A pa- like, like a pattern for cutting one or something? Yeah, my kids always wear homemade costumes. That's awesome. Yeah. So Rosie's a fox. I'm oh, going to post a picture in the chat of what my Halloween costume is. <laughs> I, I actually got this. <laughs> so you actually have it? I actually person. have it. Oh, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a picture for the show, like for the the picture for the episode. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Are any of you dressing up for Halloween? No. No, I haven't in a few years. The last time I dressed up, Jane and I like just wore pajamas, and whenever people asked us what we were, we just said we weren't morning people. And that was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's, like, it's like an anti-costume. It's like we're not morning people. But I have I I feel like I peaked at that. I was like I can't do anything else. <laughs> I just did a cop be- out with my boyfriend who who put some effort into his costume. He he went as a Jughead from the mm-hmm. Archie comics, and in Riverdale, Jug Jughead is with Betty. So I went as Betty. Nice. nice. I just showed up to a Halloween party in my regular work clothes, so it was <laughs> not too much on my part. <laughs> <laughs> no Halloween for me this year not doing a costume and it feels really good to make that decision <laughs> and just not do it it's liberating I'm not mad about it yeah it's yeah. nice I'm going to see a screening of Psycho at an old movie theater tomorrow night and that's the only thing I'm doing for Halloween that sounds awesome. good pretty that's awesome, awesome. Um, Andy are you really going to wear this? Um, I don't know. I thought I was going to a Halloween party, but I decided to stay home all weekend and watch um, Stranger Things instead. So I'm at least <laughs> going to wear black clothes tomorrow and then take it to work. <laughs> He's at least going to ride it on the bus Wait, to work. Yeah. You have it, but you have it in your possession? I have it, yeah, sitting with oh, me right that's now. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how like easily it can be like reduced down to a smaller size, but if you could take a picture like in some ridiculous place and then like send it to each of us and we could like take pictures in this costume <laughs> all over the country. Oh, yes. That's a great idea. Like could, That'd be a good idea. <laughs> I feel like we could do something with it. 100% doing that. This isn't just for Halloween. This is for any day, really. <laughs> every day it's is every dressed day like costume. a pencil day. Yeah, every day wear. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. All right. uh, well, I'll finish up Fresh Points. Um, first thing I was going to bring up is that we, uh, I think Andy... You got one as well. But got my hands on the uh, the new Baron Fig Vanguard 
pocket notebook cover, like they're they're a mm-hmm. leather cover for the for the small pocket sized vanguards, um, and they're pretty fantastic. I mean, I've talked to I've talked before about the the case that I carried around in my pocket that uh, Cody Williams made me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very very similar design, but it's um it's but it's a you know a little smaller obviously because my other one fit uh, field notes and this is uh, a little shorter. But it's it's really simple. Um, it's a, a leather cover that folds like I would even say it's it's like a thin wallet. It's definitely a not mm-hmm. not as thick as a typical wallet, and it can fit a notebook. And there are two pockets that you can at least. It seems like at first you can get two cards in each of them, or you, if you need to, you could probably get three. I just have two in one, and one in the other. And then there's a pocket behind those two card slots where you can put cash. So it's a perfect kind of minimalist wallet that can hold a notebook. And um, I, I've talked before about how I didn't really, just didn't really get into the small, the pocket Vanguard uh, size. I don't know what it was; it just seemed too short or whatever. But I guess it's just liking the wallet so much that kind of cured it. And also, um, I've tried out, finally got some uh, some lined pocket mm-hmm. Vanguards, which I had never used before, uh, and that helped. I guess I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. And I've been using it for the last. I guess three days, four days, something like that, since I got it, and uh, it's great. So, and Andy, what color did you get? I I think we got the same one. I got the slate blue as well. Um, because oh, no, I, I got the gray. Oh, you got the gray. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I got the I got the blue one, which is a little more gray than some of their other slate blue things. Like, yeah. if the backpack is going to be that color that I think it is, um, I think this. I mean, and it's leather, so I guess it makes sense. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm with you. I. I like it a lot. I've never really cared about the Baron Fig pocket notebooks because I think there are others who make vastly superior ones. But this uh, this definitely like got me got me interesting interested in using them. Um, yeah, kind of elevates them. But feels so nice, and it's really slim, which is good for me. <laughs> um, and yeah, it holds just the right amount of cards for me. I I can fit two cards in each slot, and then I put my transit card in the very back because I can just tap it. I don't even have to take it out. I just kind of tap the wallet on the thing. Um, oh, nice! Yeah. Take that, New York subway. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, you know. I think I just kind of put my finger on it with uh, when you were describing the or when you were talking is that uh, I didn't like them because they were smaller. But it's the the fact that the, the the case is so slim and the notebooks are a little smaller. One problem I had with carrying a field note size version of basically what this is mm-hmm. is that it always stuck like an inch and a half out of my pocket which yep. drove me nuts yeah, so i have the and this does i have so. the uh, field notes uh sheath um oh yeah and, yeah, yeah it, it always like Stuff sticks sheath. out sticks out the top of my pocket and and that's on dude pants i can't even imagine you i'm sure you can't even put it in like lady pants oh um, no way what? Mm-hmm. Nothing fits in lady pants. Nothing fits in lady pants. <laughs> Pockets are useless. Sometimes I find receipts in there, but that's only because they don't fit that well. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I'm big fan, big fan of that. Yeah, I think, I think they did a great job with it. I think it's. Uh, I mean, I it makes me now want to consider the uh, the confidant cover even just to like. I mean, that one seemed that that one I never really got into because it seemed a little unnecessary or I like wasn't sure I would need it because their confidants are so sturdy anyways. You know, um, and I like to pet. I like to pet the fabric cover like that's yeah, yeah. that's the best yeah, part of course <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but these uh, I got the yeah like I said I got the gray and even just in the th- like four days it's already started to get kind of like a cool wear into it like a 
I don't know if you call it a patina with fabric, but it's just like getting worn in. I'm seeing like the, you know, the, uh, the marks of just use and it looks really cool. I really, uh, really like it. So I think they, I think they did great. So if you check that out, we'll have a, a link in the show notes, but uh, if you're looking for a new wallet and you're a fan of Baron fig, then this is, I mean, it's perfect. So you should check it out. They did a great job. They also, speaking of Baron fig, they also came out. <coughs> Sorry, you can edit that out. <coughs> oh my gosh. That snuck up on me. Here. I'll start over. You're smoking that stuff again. <laughs> yeah. Can't help it. about this. <laughs> and also speaking of Baron Fig, they came out with some new colors for the Squire. Mm. Uh, which I actually speak I was talking about that trip to Boone. On my trip to Boone, I lost my Squire. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was no. a bummer. Just oh, a big no. time bummer. Did the there's, still a, get it? there's still a small <laughs> chance that it'll show up. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Millions of carried it away together. Yeah, a little bunch in the crowd. Um, (laughs) And there's no ocean in Boone, North Carolina, just to clarify. But uh, but yeah, it disappeared. So, anyways, uh, they came out with new colors for the Squire, and these are non like not limited edition colors. So now they have uh, the silver and the charcoal. Which uh, I had a charcoal one. Andy, you have? Do you have the green one? Is that which one you have? Uh, yeah, I have the green one. That's the only squire yeah. I have. Okay. Does anybody else have a squire? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, it's it's pretty. I I appreciate you know about the squire mostly just the the overall shape. You know the kind of how it expands towards the bottom. It makes sense. You know the the widest part of the pen is at the bottom, and then it gets narrower on the way up. Um, I wish it had a clip. I still wish it had a clip. But um. But yeah, so they have the they still have the flagship colors, the silver and the charcoal, but they now have fig wine and blue slate. The uh, blue slate one is beautiful. Yeah, the blue slate looks awesome. The fig wine, it actually looks exactly like uh, one of the like few fountain pens that I always have inked up, which is a, a Lamy Ale Star in like their purple color, and it looks exactly like that. So I saw that. It was a really, really striking, like deep. Uh, purple color so very cool so i think they they chose well expanding with those two colors and of course it i mean it all fits into their like scheme for their that they're going for so good choices so check those out um have you all seen the the kickstarter and i might have talked about it before but the the story clock notebooks on kickstarter yeah i think either you mentioned it or harry marks mentioned it at one point but i okay. yeah i remember talking about it so they they came up with their or they they released the the notebooks which I just signed up to get the digital version and uh, I know it's kind of late notice for anybody doing NaNoWriMo but anybody who writes not just the, they were kind of made for movies but you can, can you can use them for anything and they're they're really cool I got the PDF and I printed it off just yesterday um, but the first half of the notebook. Um, has a split page uh, the, on the side on the right or on the right side. You've got the clock shape to kind of track your story as it goes around the clock, and on the left side you've got a, a chart. And the the purpose of the first half of the notebook is to chart a movie or a book that you're reading, where like you put major events and then put the timestamp or the page number next to it. And then once you have that chart filled in, you put it onto a clock so you can kind of see a visual on how things move. Um, you know how a story gets from beginning to end, 
and it makes for just uh, it just makes for a really fascinating book where obviously 12 o'clock is the beginning of the story uh six o'clock is the halfway point um and then the second half of the notebook is where you come up with your own ideas and you map out your own ideas uh reflecting some of these great books or movies that you've used as inspiration and so i'm going to start playing around with that uh, while i'm doing NaNoWriMo, which I'm going to try, and I'm actually just because my schedule is so crazy and I'm all over the place, I'm going to try to do NaNoWriMo. Um, I I just don't I I don't have any time to sit down in one place long enough to do it on paper. <laughs> so this year I've just accepted the fact that I'm probably going to do it in Google Docs, so that anytime I can pull out my phone or sit down on a computer, I can just uh, get my my pages in. But along the way, I'm going to be reading uh, some of my favorite novellas and. Kind of trying to do this exercise of tracking how, uh, you know, like legends of the fall or, uh, breakfast at Tiffany's or stories like that. Like how do they move from beginning to end and how can I see like the kind of anatomy of the story? And I'm really excited about using the story clock notebooks for that. So, um, if you're interested in checking it out, I think their, their website is plotdevices.co and I'll have in the, in the show notes, but you can get the, uh, the notebooks and also I think you can still get the, the digital, versions of them or that might have just been a kickstarter thing i don't know but check it out and uh yeah that's all i've got so how about we get into the main topic and open up the phone lines for some for some questions don't call us hello dee clardy you're on the air Hi, D. Hey, D. Hey. Hi. Hi. You all What's might up? remember D. Scolardi from the Weekly Pencil, who was yes. on an episode. I don't remember which episode title, but I'll 31. have it in the show notes. 31? 71. 71. 71. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Classic. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, D., thanks for reaching out to us. Uh, what is the question that you want to bring up for the, uh, for the group here? I have two, actually. It's a two-part question for Caroline. Okay. Uh, first part, what would you be doing if you were not selling pencils? Um, well, I actually was just asked this question yesterday in, a, in an interview I was <laughs> answering, um, and I hadn't really thought about it for a long time. Um, I, well, this changes regularly. This was like my made up dream job, basically. So, I only now I'm starting to come up with other things that I wish I'd maybe done. Um, and I think that if I wasn't doing this, I would maybe really like to be the postmaster of a post office in a small town. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be a kind of annoying job, but I really like the idea of, of working in a post office and knowing all the people and knowing how the mail works and knowing how things disappear and knowing how to help angry, angry male customers, because that's a lot of what my job is right now, to be honest. Um, but, uh, the, the one that the really like actual like job that I would want to otherwise be doing, which I don't think I'm actually capable of doing, I mean, this is besides being a pianist, which was never going to happen because my mother didn't make us learn any instruments as a kid. That's a really far-fetched dream. But I would think I would love to be a television journalist. Um, that's okay. uh, that's something that I mostly think about because my like 
dream kind of retirement job is to be the host of Sunday morning on CBS, which is my favorite TV show. Oh yes. And that's yeah. never going to happen because I'm not Jane Polly and I never will be. <laughs> um, Jane Polly's not going to so, live forever. So she's not going to live forever, but I don't have that much time to like, to have a prolific television journalism career enough so that they'll hire me for that job. <laughs> All of the, even like, even all of the journalists who aren't hosts on that show are all really, really prolific television journalists. Um, I can't compete with that. I'm too old already. I should have gotten in there like before college. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, yeah, even at 26, I feel like that ship has sailed. So um, I'm losing hope for that. You're Maybe all washed up, I'll Weaver. You here? <laughs> <laughs> You're all washed up, Weaver. You here? I know I am. I'm just going to be hiding in the back of my shop for the rest of my life. I mean, you heard what I had a dream of your job being last night, which was managing a target. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, I've actually dreamed done that. that. Job. You've, you've managed we'll a target. Become, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I, and she wouldn't let me paint manager, anything. Yeah. She didn't trust me to do it. So, that was my dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, basically, but yeah, the short answer to that question is I really would love to be a television journalist. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Nice. So part two is less intensive. I promise. <laughs> um, what is your favorite eraser? And are you planning on getting any Japanese scented erasers? And what I'm talking about is not like orange or soda or mint. Like there's these Japanese erasers that have like characters on them, like Hello Kitty, or you know, they smell have like a sweet smell. There's it's not like a flavor or a scent, but like I had those as a kid, and they're so hard to find. So I don't know of any of those that are currently manufactured. Actually, um, if you know if you know what brands make them, let me know, and I'll try to track them down. I bet my guy yeah, can find know, them. Like they have such a sweet like kind of smell, like. It's almost like the the almond glue stick. Like I carry that around and smell it occasionally, and people probably think I'm insane. But um, but yeah, so I'll have to look into that. But what do you yeah. favorite eraser? I don't. Well, um, my favorite eraser is also one of your favorite erasers. I love the Matamaro okay. Kuhn eraser. Um, yes. I love how like light and like spongy it is and how easy it is to use. I really, really love that eraser. I have maybe like four that are half finished and ev like everywhere I go, there's one somewhere. Um, I really love that eraser. I, I think I like it better than any of like the kind of harder plastic erasers just because it, just because it requires so much less force. And I, I don't really draw or use a lot of colored pencils or do anything that requires really, really intense erasing. So that one to me is really perfect. Um, I really like the sumo grip eraser too, but I really wish the packaging was better. I'm really, I've become a snob about that. I hate the packaging. I hate the little like sumo man illustration. I, um, yeah, yeah, I hate it. I, that's an awesome eraser, but I don't use it just because, the Matamaro is beautiful and funny looking and works really well. I agree. So that's all I have. Cool. Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks, D. Yeah. What's what's coming up on uh, the weekly pencil, D? Well, the weekly pencil, I'm actually not really doing pencils that much anymore. Hmm. Um, I have a bunch of stuff in the queue um, that I am writing up. Um, the next thing that I'll be posting is a review of the Platinum Preppy highlighters. Hmm. 
Um, oh, okay. They're they're amazing. They're refillable. They're the perfect color. Um, so that's what's next, and then I'm not sure what order everything else will go, but that's awesome. That's about it. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks, Dean. Thank you for having me. See you, D. Bye-bye. He said, uh-uh, don't call us, child. We'll call you. We have with us our first um, international caller into the show, and it is longtime group member, Walter Galindo. Hey, Walter. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Very good. Um, you are on the air with Johnny and me and Tim and uh, Caroline and Meredith. So what would you like to talk about today? Oh, it's very nice to have the, the entry pushing ladies here. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. my, <laughs> so my question is for all of you. And um, what's your opinion on mechanical pencils? And I mean, not just, you know, the kind that you push the button, but also clutch pencils. Since there's a lot of members in the group that are into mechanical pencils and to be truthful, I mostly use them. I'm more of a collector, but I do love a good mechanical pencil. I mostly I love the way that graphite uh, writes. So that's my question. Yeah. Oh, and also, um, and I got a second question for Carol, but we'll start with that one. Cool. Caroline Meredith, do you want to go first with mechanical pencils? Meredith, you start there. I have strong opinions. So how about you start? I see like something that looks like opinions and judgment in your eyes. So I'm, a little, I'm a little scared. No. Well, no. So for me, I mostly just have a, I like mechanical pencils, like the thought of them, especially with like, as someone who likes to do things with very tiny details, that really, really fine point. But I have like this like death grip on a pencil and I like to just like jam it really into the paper. Some mechanical pencils just, they don't last long for me. The graphite always breaks before I get like any good use out of them. Um, so if I, if I'm going to go as far as pencils, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a wood cased one just cause it can withstand my powerful grip, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have yeah, to get some of those those diamond infused leads that you can put in your your pencil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm having a really hard time finding those. Let's make that my happen. <laughs> we can make them in our basement. We have a really nice basement now. We have room for a diamond lead. I was going to say corner. it really looks like there was a perfect spot. One pile of diamonds. One pile yeah. pile of graphite. Yeah. Suddenly, everybody gets black lung. Yeah, I could uh, just see the New York Times article now. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do that. Look, mom, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really have that much experience with mechanical pencils, to be honest. I, I think I used them for a short period of time, like towards the end of middle school. But that may have been the last time I even owned one. Um I just, you know why I stopped using them was because the idea of running out of lead gave me a lot of anxiety in school that like I didn't always know exactly how much lead was in there and how far it was going to get me because it breaks. And because I I feel like with with the actual wood case pencil, you can kind of, I can look at it and be like, okay, I can kind of guess how many times I'm going to sharpen this thing or, um, I don't know. It just, it gave me a lot of anxiety. And so I stopped using them and 
now it's just, I mean, I don't use them and we don't sell them as you guys know. Um, mostly because I mean, they're, they're totally valid as a writing instrument. I get why people like them, but as far as like their relationship to wood case pencils, they, I mean, they kind of seem like a, like less like a sibling and more like a cousin to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like they're more like a pen than they are like a pencil. Yeah, like they don't have a lot of a lot of characteristics that are the same as a woodcase pencil besides that it writes and that it has graphite in it and that it can be erased. Otherwise, I mean you're missing a lot of key components there and I and for me especially like with the things that I use and the things that I sell, I really like to know everything I can possibly know about them and I just don't know a lot about mechanical pencils. And so for that reason, we just, I mean, I always tell people that when they come in and they're disappointed because we don't sell them, like, well, if you want to learn about mechanical pencils, open a shop next door and we'll build a window between the two. I'm cool. With that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, I mean, I do love the Karen Dash fixed pencil because of its historical value and because it's just a really cool object, really, really simple and really well functioning. And the lead's really nice. I, um, will always have a soft spot in my heart for those, but those were designed to completely mimic a woodcase pencil. It's hexagonal. It has a two millimeter lead. It was the first pencil of its kind. It was created to replace a woodcase pencil. Um, so to me, that's a, that's kind of, that's, that connects the two a little bit, which is why I think they're interesting, but. And those are really great for drafting or doing perspective work. Yeah. Um, to do some really clean, uh, drawing yeah lines but like a opportunity to use a really like long point or to also like yeah yeah really consistent yeah Yeah, i can totally get on board with a clutch pencil or a um a lead holder because that just that feels like more physical to me it feels Mm -hmm. more substantial it feels like i have more freedom but um we got we had somebody email us um a couple of months ago and she told us that she had a whole bunch of these really old Koinora lead holders that she was just going to take to Goodwill and she asked if we wanted them. So she mailed them to us and it was like this whole shop display of these really cool, like red metal lead holders. Um, Lots of them. And they, they had leads in them still. They were like, they were maybe an F or an H grade. They were a little bit hard. And I was going to the airport from work. I think for, I was going to a bachelorette party. That's what I was doing. I had to go to my friend's bachelorette party in Indianapolis. So I was, I had one in my bag from work and I was in the plane and I had some letters to catch up on that I'd prepped. And so I got my letters out. I, um, was searching through my bag and realized that my actual pencils were all in my luggage. That was like in the compartment above my seat and I didn't want to get up to get it. So I used this like random super old like F or H grade lead pencil to or lead holder to write all of my letters and I'll admit that I really enjoyed it. Um it was way harder oh. than I was used to using and it was really chunky and I didn't have a lead pointer so I just wrote with like this really like fat dull lead holder <laughs> for the whole flight. Um that changed my perspective a little bit but that old one was that old one is really cool. It's so heavy. So so none of you yeah. uh none of you subscribe to the David Reese uh, theory of mechanical pencils. Um, I mean, a, a little bit. I, the, our first, like the first jacket. ever, yeah. like print um, article ever about me in the shop was in Bloomberg Business Week, and there was this little like corner of the page that 
basically said like almost exactly that I hate mechanical pencils, <laughs> which is not a thing that I ever said. They <laughs> put those words in my mouth. And I got so many emails from people being like, why do you hate mechanical pencils? Like what, why don't, why don't you sell them? What's your problem? And it, yeah. Bloomberg, you're, you're like, fake news. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I, yeah, I, uh, I feel like my my problem with uh, mechanical pencils is that like the ones I've tried and the ones I've used in the past have been just so cheap that I just like don't have any interest in them. But like I haven't like really explored them a whole lot uh, beyond a couple. Um, I am really like like Caroline. I'm pretty interested in trying a lead holder. Like mm-hmm. uh, and especially I've I've had my eye for years on getting a, a, a Kaveco who make like oh yeah those are cool. Like, yeah, they have this really cool like pocket aluminum lead holders that I've always wanted to try and just have never just pulled the trigger to 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 get one. But um I'd like to try one of those someday. And there there's there have been a few in the past that I've I've liked. Um and I never I don't like real super fine points most of the time. Um and so like a typical mechanical pencil that has like a point five or a point seven, I just don't find much appeal in, but I did once have a Retro 51 Tornado. Uh, mm. It was like the black stealth Retro 51 mechanical pencil that I, I picked up. And and it had the, I, think, I guess it was like 1.15. or It was like some really big, um, it was still in like little stick form, but it was like a fatter one. And so it almost felt like writing with a pen. Kind of like back to what you said, Andy. It's like more like a pen than a pencil to me for some reason. And I enjoyed that because it made a big line. I could just kind of writing my big cursive handwriting on a legal pad and it stayed nice and consistent and could do that for a long time. So that, that I kind of enjoyed, but I just, uh, this might be my most, like the center of my opinion of mechanical pencils is that when I use them, I just really miss sharpening pencils. (laughs) So so that's kind of at the heart of it. I just like, I like to stop every once in a while and sharpen. I just like, I love that. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's just like, that makes it just kind of the kinesthetic experience of it. It's, yeah. It just feels, feels like I'm skipping a step, I guess. Yeah. But that's, that, that's my opinion. I feel like, um, I think my, fa- I think my favorite, uh, mechanical pencil is the, uh, the, the zebra number two, which is, uh, it kind of looks like a regular wooden pencil, but it's like shorter and the eraser clicks down to, to advance the lead. Those things are adorable. Uh, aren't the they? zebra ones? The, yeah, yeah, the zebra ones. They're like... Oh, yeah. They're, they're about the size of a pencil in the Steinbeck stage, and they're cheap, and they're, yeah. they're good quality. Yeah. Yeah. They're 0.7. Yeah. I like yeah. those, too. Yeah. Um, I've never really tried a, like, a really nice... Like, I guess I've tried like a rote ring before, but like a really, really nice mechanical pencil so i can only kind of speak for some of the cheapies um like a like a plain old bic like bic pencil is great for great for me yeah and i know johnny that's your that's your favorite as well that or like the one i have it's brass and weighs like 16 pounds it writes itself yeah so uh walter do you want to do you want to get into your um your second second question for caroline yeah, my second, the second one is Caroline. Uh, um, I know that she has traveled to Central America, and I was wondering if she has ever tried uh, Pacela pencils. They're made in El Salvador. No, I haven't tried them. Oh, you should. You should. They're a small. Um, they're how can I say? 
That's really weird in the way that they make pencils. They've been making pencils for about 40 years. They made pencils for Everhard Farmer back in the day. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And um, sometimes they use really good wood, sometimes not so good. But you can get some batches that are truly excellent pencils. Hmm. Huh. And they're very odd. They're very odd. I think they would be a great addition for your store. Yeah. What was, that? What was the name again? I missed it. Facela. S-A-C-E-L-A. Okay. I've never seen those when I've been traveling down there. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll be sending you an email tomorrow, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need friend. some help with that one. That's awesome. Well, Stumped nice me. Nice to meet you, everybody. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to talk to you, Walter. Thanks for calling. Yeah. See you later. We got percentage points and lousy joints and all the glitter we can use, Mama. So huh, don't call us. Now we'll call you. Um, our third guest is somebody we uh, we tried to prank call with Michael Hagen in the last one. <laughs> uh, he was not <laughs> he was not answering his phone. So let's see if uh, let's see if we can do it this time. <laughs> Boom! All right, it's ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. I wish it made a ringing sound. I'm disappointed that it doesn't. Meredith, you can do it. <laughs> can I? I think you can. <laughs> It's just going to end up sounding like a dying parakeet if I try. What? Ring. Hello. Ring. What? Hello. Hey. It, is, uh, it is our friend Toffer. Whatever your last name is, Toffer. Uh, Cerevic? Uh, my name is... Yeah, that, that's the closest you'll get. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean it. No, I don't even know. Like Everyone I've asked in my family says it like a completely different way. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we we are literally you know we I am uh, the third generation off the boat even though we came by plane and uh, it, 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 no like it's been lost it's been lost over the Atlantic uh, I I have no idea I I, I have no questions <laughs> um, uh, I, I, think... I guess I guess I could ask about fountain pens the question would be why. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell off my podcast offer. Question. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we're going to ask you a question. Why don't we ask him a question? Oh, you're, you're going to ask me a question. Why the Swiss wood? The Swiss wood is the most perfect pencil in production. Like, <laughs> it, it just is. <laughs> the the stick like, wood. Okay, let, let me put it this way. What other pencil would you prefer to use for the rest of your life? You could only just use one pencil, and you need a point retention. Ooh, Desert Island pencil. Amano 100 oh, okay. and an F. Ooh. Oh, oh, that. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I forgot there's actual experts on the podcast today. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to be insulting to them, just to you guys. We're not uh, experts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I totally forgot. How's the new How's the new uh the new digs? It's good. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get my wife to let me like make a pilgrimage there uh, <laughs> yeah. because we have people in New York. We need to see uh, Hans is up there. Hans Noodleman. Yeah, real oh, yeah. name uh with real name withheld Nordic. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> he is. He's very Nordic. You know what his son's name is? <laughs> 
I'm not going to say. Leaf? No, 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 no. <laughs> There's do. a movie coming out with his name. Oh, awesome. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me that, and I, I laughed, and then he told me he was serious. Because <laughs> we had lunch at a good vegan place down here. Uh, like I said, you're going to have to cut this out. I'm not interested. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, there is something that I think that you should, um, you should plug while you're on here, Toffer. Um, and that is something that's no. cur- currently on GoFundMe right now. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had no idea how to even get to that. If you look at Andy's Facebook page, he posted a link to a uh, GoFundMe. We are uh, currently helping out a few cats. Uh, my vet told us that there was a hoarder. Uh, who had 12 cats. We went and she had 30. Oh, so oh my God. we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we, we've got some of them, uh, already adopted out. We got some of them in fosters. We have a few left, but, uh, rescues are, they're, they're a bit, uh, full after Harvey. <laughs> yeah. So we're, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we're, we're, Toffer lives we're in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, want to compromise your so OPSEC. We're, we're, yeah, oh, my OPSEC is very important. I gave out my phone number in the chat room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. no, so we're 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 taking these cats and out of pocket. We're paying for their vetting, and it's just it's gotten a little expensive. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So people said we should make a GoFundMe, so we did. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sorry, go I am I am one of many cat ladies in my family, so my heart is breaking yeah, right now. I'm, and I'm going to go share it with uh, all my how sisters. Many, how many How many cats do you have? I I just have two, Pip and Otis. Oh, okay. They're sweet so, baby so angels. That's, uh, that, that's who a good also like to fart on my face while I'm asleep. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to adopt I, some cats right now. I wish you lived closer to here. You're you're trying to adopt out or adopt some? I'm trying to adopt two cats right now. I don't uh, have any cats, so I'm getting a, two. Okay. This is a perfect excuse Not for a road trip, Toffer. Yeah, yeah that's no, your excuse. Actually, for one of the rescues I work with, Animal Justice League, I think it's AnimalJusticeLeague.org, oh, yeah. we adopt out all over the country. And uh, we there, there's some good cats on there now. So, yeah, I mean, you know. But there's always very much need for local rescues. But I hear up north, y'all don't have many, many animals just walking around. No. But is that different in New York? <laughs> we don't, I never see any stray cats. I I, uh, I saw two in the past month. I live in Jersey City, and I saw two of them in my neighborhood. But no, uh, not, not, not many that, at all. That's a dream. We, I, I, I literally live in a state. Well, I live in a city that sends out... Uh, thousands of cats a, a year to like Colorado and Seattle just to fulfill their needs. And we're still way too many stray animals all the time. It's, it's ridiculous. One of my, one of my cats, I know he was transferred, I believe from like Georgia and I adopted him in Brooklyn. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. The South yeah. is just riddled with animals because we don't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a bunch of people up here who are trying to adopt some animals, so I'll take well, them all. You know, I'm desperate for some pets. Yeah. <laughs> I'll convince my boyfriend to let me have some more cats in our apartment. <laughs> they're they're I'm always, sure we'll be crazy your, your about cats it. always need more friends. 
And then they need yeah. more friends because they don't like the old friends anymore. That's how it works with cats. Yeah. Pip and Otis are tired of each other. Yeah. 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 They just, <laughs> I, I, I caught them cuddling recently. It was, it was a big shocking uh, surprise in the middle of the night. I was like, are you guys, are you guys high on catnip? What's going on here? They, 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 just, they play like they hate each other in front of you. So you'll try to get them together with treats. They're, uh-huh. they're playing you. And they're succeeding. They've they yeah. have succeeded in that. They're getting lots of treats. Cats are, cats are sociopaths. It's yeah, a, a well established fact. On the diet. That must be why I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. So, this is now a podcast about cats. I'm sorry. Uh, Johnny, Tougher, let- I haven't even talked to you, but this is a like, podcast about cats. This is the podcast cats. I was waiting for. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> Toffer, let's do a podcast I'm about cats. I'm taking it over. <laughs> I didn't hear. I heard Johnny say something, but I wasn't listening because Johnny said it. Uh, <laughs> you can say it loud and proud, Johnny. Yeah. Say it. I effing hate cats. I'm sorry. Uh, that that's okay. You have a philosophy degree. You you really make good choices in life. I'm crying. Uh, can can I hang up yet? Because this has been an awkward like five, ten, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Uh, we'll uh, we'll put you out of your misery for you. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> oh, almost again. Uh, <laughs> half bell. All right. Uh, it it was great. Uh, not asking y'all any questions. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you, CW pencils, for existing. Uh, every now and again, I get switchwood pencils from y'all. That's usually all I get, and the uh, golden seed erasers. Because oh, those yeah. are actually the best erasers. Just like the Switchwood is the best pencil, even though you mono 100 and F, I guess. <laughs> mono 100 I mean, F- F- you're F- saying you're an expert. <laughs> hey, everyone's entitled to hang up on me already. Literally, just hang up on me. Bye, Topper. Bye, Topper. All right. Toffer is, Toffer is gone. Good riddance, Toffer. Episode title, Bye, Toffer. <laughs> Bye, Toffer. <laughs> All right. Um, you feeling a little bruised, Johnny? <laughs> Listen, kid, you pay for the call. And when you ain't bad, but I've heard it all before. Hello, Chris. You are on the Erasable Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. The pleasure How are you all doing? yours. How, how, how are you doing today? <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, um, so, so oh, go ahead. Now, originally, this was a, a question that Jess was going to ask, um, but she has passed out, so the question asking baton has been handed off. <laughs> so, my, <laughs> the question is for the pencil ladies. Hi, Caroline. Hi, Meredith. Um, <laughs> what are three characteristics of your ideal pencil? Only three? <laughs> um, well, three minimum. Okay. Um, okay, I can st- I can go first, I think. Um, it has to hold a point really well. It mm. has to... Oh, it's so hard to pick three. I think I need five. Okay, I'm gonna narrow it down. It has to. You can take. You can take five. 
Okay, thank you. <laughs> Maybe four. <laughs> it has, yeah, it has to hold. Point your attention is key for me. I'm very heavy handed. Um, it has to, and this is also a big one for me. It has to make a noise. I like it to like, I don't like it to necessarily feel scratchy, but I like it to sound scratchy. It, it freaks me out if it doesn't make a noise at all. I think that's a really important component. Um, yeah, I want all my senses to be stimulated, at least the ones that are possible to be stimulated by a pencil. Um, and it, I like it to smell like something and, um, it has to sharpen well. I can get over it if it's not super dark or super smooth, but it has to, yeah, it has to hold a point, sharpen well, and sound like something. I think those are like my my three most important. Yeah. Very good. Huh? That's Let me just scream that. What? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Suddenly I became my grandma. I don't know what happened. Um, um, but for me, I, one, of, one of my most major things with pencils is that I really want them to be dark, like a good, dark, soft pencil. But like, even though that's the case, like, I mean, one of my favorite pencils is like the Mono KM KKS6B, um, where it's super dark and smooth. But I also like... In a dream world scenario, it would have as much point retention as humanly possible because I'm usually using that to draw for like hours and hours. Um, Can I interrupt for one second? Wait, I'm scared. Yes. In case in, in case anyone doesn't know, Meredith writes really, really small <laughs> and <laughs> draws really tiny, 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 adorable things. And I like <laughs> soft pencils that dull really quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want it to be dark and soft, but and, like hold enough of a point and then bonus points if it has like a decent eraser on it because i'm really 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 picky about my erasers so which eraser do you like best i like the matamara raccoon yeah that one that one's my definite because favorite. it's the best yeah Wait. it used to be the technic but now i've 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 been i've been converted which one my is mind that? has changed is that that really fine point eraser no, it's the same one I like that we talked about with D. It's the Matamara oh, yeah. the one that with like the Jap the Japanese on it that yeah. looks kind of cartoonish. Yeah, I and I, I'm a monster and I like to chop up my erasers into like custom sized pieces so I can get like those small areas if need be. Um, I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also do that with my pencils, kind of. I I knife sharpen, so <laughs> I was taught a lot of knife skills in art school. <laughs> hmm. Yep. What is that three? three? Was that three? Oh yeah, the, dark, soft, hold up. Yeah, a point well and a good eraser. Man, yours are better than mine. Oh, I thought mine were not nearly so, specific. <laughs> so one thing that neither of you mentioned, but like I think is honestly a little bit important is aesthetics. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's. I was trying not to be superficial, Andy. <laughs> you know what? Just embrace <laughs> it. I'm too busy making beautiful things with my pencil. The pencil itself. Beautiful. I guess I'll this is be a Musgrave testing 500. <laughs> I'll just be uh, testing 100. I'll, I'll be like be like the like the Heather's or something. Like oh, it's it's gotta look good. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I, I that, think. That was, sorry, Chris, go on. Oh no, I was gonna say uh, Caroline's answer was was perfect. You know, the use the pencil to make a beautiful thing. The pencil doesn't have to be the beautiful thing. Yes. Yeah. It's true. That was Meredith. Yeah, yeah like, Meredith gets it. 
But it helps. It's true. So I keep her around. Th- thank you. That's the only thing that redeems me after uh, selling a used pencil to a customer. <laughs> you may continue to keep your job. <laughs> I think, oh, I, think we just, I think we just lost Johnny. Johnny, are you still there? Johnny? I think he's crying. Or is he blowing his nose again? Which I guess could be the same thing. I heard the little Skype. Sorry, I don't mean to like stop. Yeah, I'm that. checking the chat to see if he dropped off. <laughs> I, uh, uh, are, you, are you back, Johnny? Johnny? Johnny. Yep. Devil's Night got him. <laughs> I, can you hear us, Johnny? I can hear you. Okay, good. We can hear you too. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you dropped off the call. Okay, edit that part out. Talking about me behind my back. <laughs> um, Tim or Johnny, do you do you f- want to weigh in with your characteristics? I don't know what else to add. I mean, those are all pretty great, uh, pretty great answers. But I mean, I do, I do agree with you, Andy, that uh, uh, the look of a pencil, at least pay a little bit of attention to it. I mean, there have been some pencils that I've kind of balked at a little bit just because it just, an, <laughs> whatever the, the appearance of it, I, it wasn't that it was like an ugly pencil. It just annoyed me. Like I'm at a pencil that's like too, too much that just kind of uh, got on my nerves or that I have to have something to, when I look at that thing on the, on the desk and I'm getting ready to work on something like something has to make me want to pick it up, you yeah. know, and um, yeah. like the initial draw where there's, there are some pencils where sometimes I look at it, I'm like, uh no, I'm gonna waste five minutes looking through my desk now to find something else that uh <laughs> kind of fits the fits the mood. Um, maybe that's just finicky and just being a weirdo, but <laughs> I, I I agree with you uh, in that. You know, the, I, the co-host my, my of a pencil, just, the co-host of a pencil podcast, being a finicky weirdo, I can't even imagine. That. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. Um, I occasionally match my pencil to my ponytail or whatever I'm wearing <laughs> if I'm putting it in my ponytail, so it's okay. <laughs> nice. Maybe I'd feel me different too. if I yeah. had a ponytail, but my hair's really short. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just I think one like if I had to, like if I had to narrow it down to one quality. It just has to be is that uh, pencils with broken cores drive me absolutely bonkers, yeah. even if it just happens occasionally. So, like, if there's a pencil that I – I've had this happen where there's a pencil that I've used a couple of them and I've had any issues sharpening them. They don't have that consistency and just, like, reliability that I'll just, like, put the entire stock of them aside or, like, give them to my students. <laughs> like, here, you deal with this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> put them out, like, because it's still better than the crap they bring to class. So I'm just like, here, you take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm too I'm too I'm too finicky and podco- podcast co-hosty to to handle this right now. So you yeah. take it, uh, you know, which is why I always go back to the Palomino HP because I don't know I I don't think I mean to memory I've never had a like a an inconsistent issue like that with with that pencil. So that's what always draws me back to it. Just I can just count on it. So what about you, Johnny? So. I'm staring down NaNoWriMo. I don't know if I could even like talk about it intelligibly. Sometimes I <laughs> pick up something that you know, Charlotte had, and I'm like, hmm, I think this is mine, and that's the pencil I'll use today. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know right now. But the, um, <laughs> staring down the like 
the dime novel doesn't want a soft pencil, but I've been using black wings a lot lately. I feel like I'm questioning my entire world. <laughs> and, and reaching for big crystal finds that I just got from the UK today. Johnny, who are you? <laughs> um, Unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I don't have anything, anything to add to that conversation that we haven't talked about already. But um, actually, Chris, while you're on the line, I don't want you to uh, compromise your your uh, opsec. But do you uh, do you tell us about how pencils played a part in your wedding? Yes, um, <clears throat> Alex. The magical Alex uh, was able to customize approximately 70 natural finish hex pencils for us that just said JNC. Um, and those were attached to uh, programs. Uh, <clears throat> and I'm sorry, a passenger survey um, for all of our guests to fill out. Um, do, you, do you remember any of the questions, Caroline or Meredith? like they're still with us okay um it was a a typical you know uh wedding type thing like you know what would you uh what do you what is your advice for a happy marriage you know what should we always do what should we never do Hmm. and so that kind of thing that's really cool and that was washed that was washi taped to uh each individual survey and then um, for our guest book, we used uh, postcards of places we've been and places we want to go. And we had, I think, a dozen of the pink Futuras sharpened in a pencil cup up front. And people would, the guests would take our postcard and fill it out in pencil and then put it back in the, the slot where we kept all the postcards. And, and then we have our, our guest book all written in pencil. Excuse me. Um, yeah, we used the Futuras, and it was a very, it was a very stationary, heavy wedding. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I, I have to give all credit to uh, Jess. Um, she did all, the majority of the layout and design and uh, logistics, and I just kind of she, she was the brains. I was the the muscle kind of situation. <laughs> That's awesome. I did what I was told when I was told, and it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I saw, I saw a lot of really good Instagram stories and uh, pictures from from your weddings. So. <laughs> Muzzle tough. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> cool. All right. Anything else before before we let you go, Chris? Uh, no, I'm I'm sorry we couldn't hook up when I was out in. Uh, in SF, and, oh no worries. Uh, but it, you know, you know the honey, the whole honeymoon versus raceable pot or raceable <laughs> host is kind of is not really a. You're not a, there. You're not there a, to see me. It's not a not a real struggle there. <laughs> also, I was, no, I was busy it, suffocating it, to death, so because <laughs> uh, it was the weather, the the air quality is really bad out here. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> yes, yes, that was it was, and everywhere was sold out of the the. The, the breathing masks. <laughs> oh yeah. So, Ugh. so I, not completely non-pencil related story, but one that I find amusing that I'm sure it's very quick and I'm sure you'll find it amusing too. <laughs> no worries. Um, I, I went to the Walgreens at Black from our hotel and I went in and I asked, it's like, you know, do you have any of these breathing masks? You know, my wife is very, she's getting sick from the, the air. And they're like, nope, sorry, we're sold out. 
I don't know where anyone else has them. I went to the nail salon next door. And I just asked very politely, it's like, do you have any extra masks? I will buy them from you because, you know, in the nail salon, they always wear the masks. Yeah. And I was able to get three masks for a dollar. That's amazing. (laughs) This little uh, nail salon and, you know, I just took my masks, went back to the hotel and that was that. That is, that is, (laughs) yeah, that is cooking with fire. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Totally MacGyvered that one. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Chris, it's good to talk to and you. Feel free. Yeah. It's good to talk to you. I feel like I, I know you guys from being in the group and yeah. reading everything that everyone posts online. And Johnny keeps bailing on coming up to New York. So <laughs> Johnny's the worst. It's going to happen. <laughs> if I come up by myself in the middle of the night, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like an attractive like, idea. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, thank you for letting me be on the show tonight. I appreciate it. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Cool. All and right, f- feel free to edit any of this out, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> cool. All right. Good night, guys. Thank See you. Ya. Yeah, have a good one, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Lots of fun. So uh, we'll definitely be doing this again because that was uh, it's it's always it's always a jo- like it's just such a joy to hear from people that like you see that name pop up all the time in the in the Facebook group and then for us and for everybody else just to hear people chime in with their inner like good questions and just ideas and stuff it's it's just just yet another way this this community is just so much fun yeah so uh, I guess that's I guess that's it and we'll kind of close it out there but uh. Caroline Meredith, can you tell us where uh, people can find you on the internet if you'd like them to find you on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can find our shop at cwpencils.com, cwpencilenterprise on Instagram, and cwpencils on Twitter. You can also follow our new sticker emporium at cwstickers on Instagram. Uh, I do not have any personal social media except an Instagram called Lady Graphite that I've yet to post on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I have a personal Instagram, which is just at uh, ML and then my last name, Mayotki. And then that's what I am on every other single piece of social media ever, too. So she has she has amazing little illustrations on that Instagram. I'm a a big fan of your work, Meredith. Thanks. (laughs) I uh. I eventually someday I'm going to like get my brother, my, my stuff together and see if I can commission you to do a little like picture of my cats. <gasps> yes. Oh my God. I just did one for my sister. I'm totally into it. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very Pomago. new to drawing cats, but I'm very into it. <laughs> heck, heck yeah. <laughs> Got a roper into Plumbago too. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Johnny, where can people find you? Uh, you could find me on the internet at pencilrevolution.com, on Twitter at Pencilution, and on Instagram at my name. And also behind Toffer with my foot sticking out of his butt. Oh, snap! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, top that. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to try to top that. Um, I am on uh, Facebook at Wait, no. What did I say? Facebook? The internet. 
I am <laughs> at woodclinch, <laughs> woodclinch.com. Also, uh, if you go to andy.gold, um, you will get to my, uh, like some of the stuff I've written. Other, not, not related pencils. Wait, is uh, that like a replacement for andy.coffee? It, uh, it just redirects to, to andy.coffee. So uh, I decided. Okay. What? <laughs> I went, we never heard of this. I went to um, Namecheap when they were having a sale, and I bought a whole bunch of 88-cent domains. So I'll have <laughs> andy.gold until like October of 2018. Then I'll let it expire, and then it'll be back to andy.coffee. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so any, I think I also have like something like andy.zone or like wealthy.industries or something like that as well. I'm so I'm sorry I bashed gold earlier. Gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? Not, if I would have known, I didn't know. I have all the best domain names. Andy.gold. Gold. It's the only it's one. Yeah. <laughs> Andy.gold and Andy.mirrors. Andy.tinyhands. Andy.tinyhands. Okay. Anyhow. And then A. Wellfully on Instagram and Twitter. How about you, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. So thank you for listening tonight. This has been a lot of fun. It's been so great to have Caroline and Meredith on the episode. You can find the show notes at erasable.us slash 84. Please join our Facebook group if you haven't already. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. And you can also like our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Erasable Podcast, where you can get kind of random picture updates and info from both of us and just interact with, with the whole group because we're all kind of uh, jumping in there on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, if, you're, please, if you're lucky, you'll get, well, um, you'll get Tim when he's on Facebook for like once a month. Maybe once a month. <laughs> <Let's see. Yeah. laughs> I'm on right now, currently. So if, you, uh, go, if you're go, listening go. live, then <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, bum rush Facebook right now. You can... <laughs> interact with me for a second uh, but this has been episode 84 of the Erasable Podcast thank you for listening and we'll be back soon All right. good night the intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee you can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com 